I am here with Nicole Simmons. She and her husband, Aaron, are pastors, senior pastors at the Upper Room Worship Center. And I asked her on today uh, because she has a real passion for just being healthy, uh, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, all things healthy. And so I wanted to get her input, especially at a time like this. Um, but before we get into that, one of the things I've been asking um, people uh, that I've been interviewing is just with all that's going on with the stay-at-home order and everything like that, uh, Nicole, I was wondering what what has changed about your life over the past few weeks with all that's going on in this? What does your life look at look like during this? I think one of the main things that comes to mind is just this new slower pace. So it's, um, you're not like, I feel like my brain's not running a thousand miles a minute because I'm, I like have nothing to plan. I have nothing to do. And so it's just the slower pace has just been honestly just such um, a peaceful, fresh feeling for me. So that's really the main thing that's changed. And then obviously the kids being home, but my kids are at such an easy age to where they're really doing a good job of just kind of transitioning to all of this and, and really doing what they need to be doing. I know that's not the case for a lot of people, but um, so for me, it's just been fun to have them home with me. Yeah, yeah. So there, there are actually some advantages to it. You know, you get to slow down, you get to spend family time together. So yeah, those are, are great things. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to ask you on um, today was to talk about health and, and, you know, physical health, emotional health. What are some areas when you talk about personal health, what are the areas that you like to focus on most? Um, well, you know, I think that it is like, that it's a, it's the whole picture, just like you said. So it's, it's not just our physical health. It's not just focusing on that. It's not just focusing on our spiritual health. Even though sometimes we, we might get tricked into thinking that like, all I'm going to focus on is my spiritual well-being. I just think that the, if we just do that, then we're lacking in other areas. So it's like there's spiritual health, physical health, emotional health. And even I think a lot of that also ties into our heart. Like how is our heart doing? And so all those different dynamics kind of make me come alive. I mean, I love all of it, but that physical piece, I've really been intrigued in over the last couple of years. And so that for me, um, those are things I like to share about too. Yeah, yeah. So in the current climate that's we're, that we're in, that people are going through, what are some of the challenges that you see that might be uh, difficult to maintain health in any of those areas? Yeah. Well, you know, I think, well, first of all, I think like the, the importance of this is, this seems very basic, but it's so important. And that's the importance of a schedule, creating a routine, tweaking your old routine. Like I think a lot of what we're in right now is about um, looking at what was our normal and thinking, okay, I suddenly I have to shift what was my normal, but it's not necessarily bad. You know, like I found myself having shifted my, what was my normal spiritual time that was not the biggest, but now I have this extra amount of time to where I'm hungering for that more. And so just creating a schedule, I think as this has, as, as we're moving into this different time is like the schedule, like, okay, what are my priorities? Like, I'm not going to sleep in until noon. You know, I want to get up. I want to get moving. I want to spend time in the word. I want to have communication with the father. And then 
like I don't know about everyone else, but for me, there has to be a, an exercise component. Like even if that's just moving my body through stretching, uh, jogging, like whatever that looks like, I just think that's so important. It wakes us up and it gets our blood flowing and all of those things are so important for us to stay mentally aware, mentally positive, mentally you know, where, where we need to be as we go throughout our day. So for you, when you go through a schedule, do you normally start with the exercise or do you try to do some spiritual stuff first? Like what's the flow look like for you when you're going through? I don't know. This is, this, this could be a religious piece inside of me, but I just feel like God needs to be first. And I, and I don't, and I don't, and maybe not everyone else struggles with this, but for me, I know myself well enough that if I don't make that my priority at the beginning of the day, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it happen. And that's just me. Other people may be able to wait until, you know, eight o'clock at night and spend time with the Lord. And obviously we're spending time with God throughout the entire day, but I'm talking about a time where we're uninterrupted and we're really hearing from him and just communing with him. And so that's got to be the first thing for me. And if not, honestly, I'll walk away and I'm like, oh, I feel so convicted right now. Like, I I don't know. So do you have any suggestions for people who might say, yeah, I know I should get up and and pray and read the word and I should get out and exercise, but man, that pillow and that bag of Cheetos just look really good. (laughs) what, What kind of suggestions do you have for people who are like, I know I should, but I struggle to actually get that going. I know. Man, I don't know. I think it's, for one thing, I think accountability is key. Like finding a partner or a group or someone that you're saying, okay, this is what we're committing to doing. I'm committing to doing this. And then there's some accountability to it because, you know, a lot of us can't just commit to something in our own brain and then, then follow through with it. Like, like you said, like, I'd rather sleep for 30 more minutes or I'd rather just lay around or I'd rather grab the chips instead of the salad. I don't know. It's just, there's a lot right now, especially if we don't stay, you know, ahead of it and on schedule and things, we will find ourselves beginning to slip into some bad habits, things that are just easy grabs here and there. It's like such, right now, such an opportunity to create new habits to um, really hone in on things that maybe we need to change, things that we've known that we've needed to tackle, but now we have the time to do. And so, man, I, I don't know. Accountability is the biggest suggestion. And other than that, it's like, think about establish, like what can we establish now that when we move into what our new normal is going to be and all the schedule starts to pick up and things again, it would be so great to have established some good habits and good routines now because it's going to be much more difficult once all of that stuff comes back into our plates in our lives, you know? So that would be two ways. Yeah. So you're really trying to take advantage of this time and, and make it into something that is not just a, a temporary pause in your life, but right. something is actually going to improve your life in the long term. Yeah. After all of this ends is, is, you know, you can actually build some good momentum. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are dealing with fear right now and fear can affect pretty much every aspect of health. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with, you know, not, not letting fear feed you and, and, you know, what gives you, how do you keep hope alive in the midst of all the fear that's being poured out today? Yeah. 
That's such a, I mean, that's such a good question. And I think that you're right when you say that fear is so, um, a, so closely related to our health because, you know, fear leads to stress, stress breaks down, literally stress can break down our immune system. So the very thing that we're maybe possibly worrying about and fearing, you know, catching a virus or becoming sick or whatever, it doesn't just have to be this virus. It's, there's so many things out there. The very thing that we're fearing is now causing us to stress and now stress, stress lowers our immune system. So now we're more susceptible to sickness and exhaustion and all these things. And so for me, how do you, how do you fight fear? Because it, inevitably, no matter how spiritual you are, no matter how much you pray, no matter how much you read your Bible, it is something and it is a tactic of the enemy that he's going to come in and want to try and use, right? So how do we conquer it? Well, we have to be in our word. We have to know the word. We have to maybe get our pockets full of some scripture exactly related to fear so that when those things start to come in, we, we take it captive and then we replace it with truth, the, the things that the word is saying, you know, and then, and then also knowing like, what has God done for me in the past? What miracles have I heard? Maybe I personally haven't experienced anything, but what stories have I heard? What do I know about Jesus himself that can help me walk through this issue of fear, you know? And so there's that. And then also too, honestly, I go back to this whole idea of schedule, getting a lot of rest. I mean, all of these things, eating well, drinking water, you know, fueling our bodies with what they need, taking our vitamins, all of that allows our brain to think the right way. And it's not, we're not as susceptible to begin to just leech onto all of these things of fear that may try to come against us. It's like when our bodies feel stronger and our spirits are stronger, then we easily can tackle fear and anything else that's trying to come at us. So it just all goes hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. It's funny because we, we do tend to separate the mind, body, spirit, and, you know, soul, all of that. Yeah. And yet it all impacts each other It all, yeah. you know, when one is hurting, the others are hurting. Yeah. And, and yeah. when one is healthy, it helps the others. So I, I totally agree with you on that. I think that's, that's great. I kind of get this picture of um, like a garden and, and just like our body is like a garden. We need to tend to it. Just like our heart, our heart is a garden. And what are we doing to tend to our heart? Are we plucking out the weeds? Are we planting good soil? Are we planting good seed? Are we, you know, are we tilling our hearts? Are we looking into our hearts every day? Like it just goes hand in hand. So if you get a picture of a garden, what we need to do to take care of it, we're delicate with it. We treat it well. And so, and same with our spirit, you know, as we're treating our spirit well, we're fueling it, all of those different things. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So if you were, if somebody was kind of just deciding today, all right, I'm watching this interview and you know what, I need to do some changes. I need to make some things different. Where would you suggest they start? Just one thing to move in, the, in a positive direction. What might you suggest they start with? Oh, man. Um... <laughs> This is kind of out of the blue. I haven't mentioned this yet, but I wonder, I'm wondering if um, finding a way to do daily communion, and that, I know that's unrelated necessarily. I haven't really said it yet, but I feel like that there's something that's been shifting within me as I've done daily communion with the Lord. I'm drawing near. I feel strengthened. Um, I feel like I hear him more clearly. 
I just, I feel like I could conquer the world, you know? I don't know. I just think it's, there's something that happens. So that would be one thing that I would recommend because you can't take communion and not think about the Lord. And so now we start to roll with the spirit and then that just gives us power and authority over everything else. And then we can um, link it into our physical, you know, well-being. So good. So good. Yeah. And so often, you know, in our culture, we don't even always think about communion. It's just kind of a routine you go through, but there is such power in that. Really good. Well, Nicole, I would love it if you would uh, kind of close us out in prayer and just praying for the health of the people watching this, you know, open eyes, open hearts, wherever the Lord might lead you. But would you uh, pray for us? Yeah, sure. So God, I just thank you for every um, ear that hears us, every eye that sees it. Lord, I just ask that um, you would just continual uh, work in us, just continue to do what we, in us, what you would have for us, Lord, just that, that, um, there would be a desire that would rise up in us just to continue to pursue health and wholeness, not just physical health, not just spiritual, but the whole thing, you know, Lord, that we would just gain new understanding, gain a hunger for spiritual health and wholeness, for our hearts to be made whole, God, for our bodies to be healed and well, Lord, that, we would um, be able just to access um, tools and resources and people and even your Holy Spirit to help guide us on a journey that um, leads us to health and wholeness and freedom. And we just thank you, God, that um, by your stripes, we are healed. And, and, and you um, are so good to direct us in the ways in which we should go. We just thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I also want to say, if you just watch this video today and you feel like, you know, God's calling you to make a change, comment, let us know. Um, if you have a testimony about uh, something that happened through watching this, we'd love to hear about it. Give us a comment or just let us know um, in some other way. We, uh, we just want to bless you. We thank you for tuning in. And Nicole, thank you so much. Really appreciate you taking the time. Awesome. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Yeah.